Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots channel, everybody. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it as a podcast, this is going to be a bit of a special one, actually. It's myself, Emil Franchi, from the Player Ratings and Fan Cams, and Andy Burnham from the OSA. Hello, everyone. So, this is a little bit different, and we're going to look ahead, because uh, we're sadistic, and we're, we're like doing this to ourselves. Uh, we're going to look at Newcastle United's next 10 games. Those 10 games, as you will be aware, are our final 10 games of the season in the league. Uh, we might get onto a bit of the cup magic, if it's going to happen. But uh, going to happen. Uh, yeah, thank you. There's the positivity <laughs> that we need. But we're going to take a fixture each. We've got a little bit of response off Twitter, and hopefully by the end of it, we will have challenged Liverpool for the title with a late bid. So we'll go straight in with the the first fixture which is uh, looming above us an away fixture at Southampton Andy what are your thoughts yeah I've actually just spoken to a Southampton fan for the away say for this and they're just as pessimistic as we are really you might remember Southampton had that 9-0 defeat which was historic it was very nearly a Premier League record and at the time Hassan Hüttel looked like he was sick of his life fans looked like they were sick of it players looked like they didn't want to be there very much looked like a team who were going to chuck in a Nigel Pearson or a Craig Shakespeare someone like that and then inevitably go down but somehow I don't know how they've done it Southampton they've managed to find have a bit of a resurgence um, Danny Ings he's a man that we could only dream of having he looks like he might actually have a challenge for the golden boot um, and they've got some really big results but they've lost the last four out of five they're actually bottom of the table when it comes to just simply home games um, and one thing that the fan that I spoke to said to me is that they can't deal with team with pace up front um, and what they tend to do at home is they get um, they get a bit impatient start trying to chase the ball down and that might leave gaps for us in behind so it's an interesting that because I actually rate Southampton I think they're a decent side I really like yeah. Hassan Hootle I, I think he's a manager that I would like to have in charge of us if we were to have a, a shake-up. 
because um, he came in and, and no one really knew what he was about. But at the end of last season, he got them in shape after Southampton had a run of some really awful managers. And then all of a sudden they were going all right. And, and this season, it's kind of a season that I would say they expected. Mm. But we, we did all right in the first game against them in, uh, in the reverse fixture. Yeah, we did. And we've actually got a good record against them. We haven't been beaten by them in five attempts. You might remember last season was when Perez got his hat-trick. There's a couple of good games away from home as well. Um, so we do have a decent record against Southampton. The Hassan Hootle point, one thing that this guy, I'm not to keep banging on about this fan, but uh, he said that you forget that they had Mane, they had Van Dijk, they had Pochettino. They've had amazing... Gareth Bale at one point, Phil well, Walcott yeah. was well, in there. Their academy is unbelievable, <laughs> but they, they're worse than us for selling. I know we flog all our best players, but they're just sick of it. But they've said this isn't meant to be a year for them where they do rebuild. So obviously that 9-0, that was the only reason that he didn't really go was because they thought we can't afford to just bin off another person. Um, so the game itself, I think we're going to cancel each other out. I think both teams will score. Uh, I think we'll get. I, I fancy Almeida on to bag another one actually because he's obviously in, on fire a little bit at the minute. Uh, Southampton, I think Ings is coming back at the start, and I think he was rested in the last game. Uh, they're missing Redmond, but they've got Bertrand back. They've got Walker Peters back, I believe. So I think we'll cancel each other out one-one. I don't know what you feel about that, Emil. Um, I think I was going for a draw as well. I think given our track record with the teams around us this season in particular, um, it seems to be that we, we, we don't want to attack each other. But, you know, on, on the back of uh, the cup win and the the start of a bit of a, a decent gelling of the front three, you never know. I think it'll be a maybe a high scoring draw, maybe like a 2-2, which is one of the most frustrating fixtures when you really need the points. But yeah, I think I think a draw. For that one, I'd be ha- I'd be happy with the draw in fairness as well. Not a bit pessimistic, but I think I would take that in the first one, given the how bad the run is in the Premier League. I know we obviously had that massive cup win, but Premier League we are abysmal. I think we just need another point on the board, to be honest. Yeah. Well, um, on to the game after that it was a point in the bag, which which we'll log. But obviously, we don't know what the other teams are going to do. But we'll say we'll get a point there. Sheffield United at home on the fourteenth of April. Now, obviously, it was the the strangest win ever uh, in the away fixture, where Shelby scored the goal that no one knew what was going on, and it worked in our favour. VAR, the greatest thing that's ever happened, of course. But it's still a tough opposition. I think Sheffield United are the surprise package of this year. And you know they're trying for Europe, technically, if Man mm-hmm. City have got this. For the Millers, movie nights were once tradition. Now Sarah could hardly get through the opening credits, not on that old couch. But one day while shopping on QVC.com, she learned Lazy Boy recliners had slimmed down a bit. And in just a few clicks, Sarah got her Lazy Boy chair and a popcorn maker and a soundbar by Bose. And with one quick trip to QVC.com, movie night and Sarah's back were saved. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code qvc20podcast for $20 off $40 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Ban in place, there's going to be a place available for them, whether it's Champions League or Europa League. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very, very tough game still, but... At home, I still fancy us against everyone just because of that good record that we seem to have at home, uh, bar the results that we had against Everton and Leicester. But Sheffield United don't score too many. That's the one thing 
I will take from this, but their track record in the last few games has been like win, 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 draw, win. Um, mm. They don't like dropping points. So No, I think last time though, I think we were the team to burst their bubble. Last time if I remember correctly, I'm sure they were an unbelievable run. They all fancied themselves against us and we went there and yeah, I mean, what an unbelievable goal. It ranks alongside the Diarmuir Brighton one, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, in terms yeah, of good. ridiculous goals we've scored recently. Goals we definitely meant as Newcastle fans. You know, it's, it's going to be a difficult game. I don't want to get too ahead of myself on that one. And I mean, you know, we just mentioned before we started there, all this talk of games potentially being behind closed doors. This could be one of those games. Mm. Uh, and without a crowd in there, I don't know what the team are going to do, but it would be interesting. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it sounds like there's not a crowd there some home games this year. Anyway, oh, but, uh, yeah, well. It's a difficult one, that. Sheffield United are, against all odds, a really good team. They've they've really gelled. The defence is unbelievable. They've got... You know, strikers who are banging them in, and you've you know you've got people like Billy Sharp, who's fourth choice striker, and you think God, if you had that sort of depth in our team, you know we'd be a lot doing a lot better than we are. So our, our rate Chef United, they're going to have a lot to play for. There's a few teams as we go down this list where we think they might not have anything to play for by the end of the season, but you've got to think Chef United, alongside you know Arsenal, Spurs, Wolves, they're going to be fighting for Europa League, maybe even Champions League. Imagine that. Do you think, Chris Wilder? Do you think that the standard of the league this year has kind of flattered Sheffield United as a team just because the standard has been so bad from the likes of Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Yeah, I think those second tier teams have dropped off massively, haven't they? I think that was probably, I I actually think this was, when we came fifth, that was, um, I think the league, our position flattered us because of the standard as well. I think the league wasn't great when we came fifth that year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, when you watch them, they do look like a good side. Not to take anything away from Sheffield United, because I think they've had a fantastic season. I like what they're about. But it says a lot where Spurs are supposedly having an absolutely horrendous season and so are Man United and you know Sheffield United are on 40 Tottenham are on 40 Man United are on 42 so yeah maybe your point stands there really that they're just the league's not as good but it's been a weird season mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think for that one for me it's a draw potentially like a, a 1-1 like it was against Wolves either we will snatch a goal uh, or they will snatch a goal and it'll feel like we've lost yeah, I know. I hate it's got, to, it's I hate one to of kind of think about games, that, isn't it? Yeah, I hate that feeling because it yeah. is the worst in the world when either team gets that late equaliser, particularly Wolves with the the Willy Bowley goal that never worked. Well, never mind, but we won't get into that. But um, they'll they'll not come to get a draw like Burnley did, but they'll certainly give it a good go. And defensively, they're they're pretty sound. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I know I said 1-1 for the last game and I'm going 1-1 again, but I, actually think, I think that's sensible, isn't it? I think you can't really look beyond that. I think you, you've got to look go at it. either way. You've got to look at it. Getting a point off Sheffield United is probably quite good this season. Yeah. At home, though, if we beat them away, then then who knows? Yeah, we'll stick with another point in there. On to we'll the next. run two. Yeah, we're t- God, look at this run we're building up here. Um, the next one's going to be the postponed game because we know now that Newcastle are going to be in an FA Cup quarter final. Newcastle are going to be in an FA Cup quarter final. Newcastle are in an FA Cup quarter-final, just in case anyone didn't realise. But yeah, the postponed game against Villa, uh, it would have been at home on the 21st. Let's just act as though that was still there. Um, I mean, when did you say that you think it's going to get moved to? Well, no one really knows because the awkward thing is that Villa already missed a game because of the League Cup final and City as well. And yeah. I'm trying to follow all these things closely for fantasy football purposes because I'm a nerd like that. But it looks like it would be right, right back end of the season. Um, but no one really knows. We're just going to have to pretend that it's going to be played now. I actually think if it is really, really late in the season, I think Villa might already be down at this point. I think they're not going to have much to play for. They are really, That's re- a point actually, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. really, really struggling. And you look at the run. 
Leicester, Chelsea, Wolves, Liverpool. That that we would have been sandwiched in between them if we were playing them at that time. Obviously, if we're playing them after then now, then they're going to have to. They're going to be on the back of that run. So they're either going to be down and out already, or it could be a last chance for them. My only thing you with that know. is you, you got to look at the run that Sunderland had when we went down. And they were getting the most magnificent Ridiculous results wins, yeah. against the likes of those teams. So, for me, I, I know that runs normally write themselves, mm. and Villa have quite a run in, and they've also got the the, the horrible feeling of, of losing a cup final. Well, they've got a man. They've got Jack Grealish, and when you've got a pl- I really rate Jack Grealish, and I think yeah. if you've got a player like him, you can win any game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he is the main man, and I really I think he needs to get an England call up this year, similar to Danny Ings for Southampton. I just think. You watch so many games where he's the best player on the pitch. I just think it's you can't look past him. Well, Ings might be the only fit striker at this well, point. That's right? a yeah. good point, yeah. <laughs> um, but you worry if it is towards the end of the season, is his, is his head going to have turned at that point? From Villa's point of view, he might have already give up. I mean, you saw how distraught he was after that League Cup exit. He was wounded. You, you maybe think this was his only chance to win something with Villa. So this is the first win I've got for us here because okay. we're, we're at home. Again, might be behind closed doors, but who knows? I think still being at home, it's not just about the crowd. It's about you know the dressing room and things like that so yeah. I've got us down as a 1-0 win there Villa concede in every single game usually they're awful defensively apart from one in particular didn't they beat someone 2-0 Our <laughs> games against us don't count because we just we don't follow any sort of rules doing yeah. Castle, so <laughs> I think they're just in the league at the wrong time Villa I don't think they're that bad but they just can't keep a clean sheet so I think we'll win that one 1-0 yeah if, I think if we got the strikers playing then uh, we've got every chance I think <laughs> Well, that'll, that will be at the end of March, obviously the, the 21st. We've got the FA Cup quarterfinal in there. Which um, will win. Yeah, of course, we're going to smash so, Man City 5 that's, that's the analysis of that game, we'll win. Yeah, let's not there get too caught up in that. <laughs> we have got City to come in the league, which is away from home. But uh, j- just realistically, on, on the FA Cup quarterfinal, because that will contribute to kind of our form as well, the FA Cup seems to be, for us this season, the games in which we'll get a win and then after that there'll be a bit of a bounce which we'll hopefully see against Southampton you'd like to think so because our cup squad and our league squad is basically the same isn't it yeah. so I think this is why even with pre-season just winning any games is, is handy it's getting used to it isn't it yeah it's getting that mentality and not absolutely sort of bricking it when you go 1-0 up which happens for so many teams who are in bad form just to touch on the cup game those lads are going to know that how much this means and there's many players who are in our squad who might not ever get this far in a major competition again because we've obviously still got a lot of our sort of championship squad so you know what it is for me I I think what it was it's interesting you say that there about the players knowing what it means it did feel in years prior to this that players didn't really get the cup but Mm. now they're in the quarterfinal quarterfinal sounds better than you're in the sixth round it's one game away from Wembley isn't it at the end of the day they've got to know that now they think god we're actually on a cup run now a shop window as well isn't it well yeah that's true unfortunately but yeah they've got to look at this and go do you know what this is a big game now this isn't just a random game in the middle of the week when we're not playing the Premier League well hopefully it won't be behind closed doors because I think every single Newcastle fan needs to be in fine voice for that (laughs) one Um, just to go to a little tweet that we got here a guy called uh, Evan Quick Uh, thanks for your message he says that he can only see he's getting maximum points from maybe two games one of those games was Villa so I think we'll agree in this occasion that Mm -hmm. uh, three points are necessary for the Villa game it's not so much that we want three points we need three points from that one after the cup game after that one's been postponed whenever it'll be the actual scheduled one is the 4th of April Bournemouth away and this was a bit of a strange one in the uh, reverse fixture because uh, this was the home win 2-1 that that was kind of the start of our 
good run hmm. when we started picking up points where no one expected us to and everyone started thinking we might be alright here of course things can change and um, <laughs> and, and fortunes have it was a comeback uh, 2-1 we went 1-0 down and, and as I remember Yedlin he scored that weird header you might remember he just flew in everything looked offside it was getting, oh. it got VAR checked didn't it and it was a goal given he flew in at about 500 miles an hour <laughs> I, yeah did I didn't well. remember I remembered their goal with the corner but I, yeah I didn't remember I was well it was at this point where we started noticing that defenders were scoring it was around <laughs> yeah. the, we had the West Ham game where two centre centre backs scored and then we had the Bournemouth game and, and weird time but still it was it was probably a, a little sweet patch for us before we went and lost to Villa um, but Bournemouth they're the team that you think will get dragged into it I mean they're in the bottom three now but no one talks about Bournemouth still because they're always just there or there. It's Eddie Howe's boys, man. Come on. Yeah, but I always tip them to go down, and then they always do all right. But this year they've just been abysmal for so long. I think Callum Wilson went. This has like, been their this has been their Stoke season, isn't it? Because yeah, it's like a team that has just finally, kind of yeah. ticked along for so long. I expect this with the likes of Burnley. I'd say you can expect it with us, but we've done the kind of the yo-yo up and down already twice. It's that team that aren't going to do much. That they've not really pushed for Europe. They haven't even put together a massive cup run and they've plummeted. They've, they've properly plummeted and they've got some solid players in there. Wilson, um, King, yeah. who I really liked, have just not been hitting it this year. Well, Ryan, Ryan Fraser was the other one as well. I Fraser. think he got something like 20... Some, I'm making the start up here, but it was like 20 assists for the year. He, he absolutely flew and they've got two Wilsons now. Um, and it's Harry who's doing all the running around and he's not even a Bournemouth player now. Well, he so. was he was good at the start of the season and when we saw, obviously, yeah. in that game, he scored that wonderful free kick. Was it was it a free kick or he kind of... He got open, didn't he? See, I thought the Bournemouth goal was when they did a really well-worked corner and they just kind of passed it around to the edge of the box and he just well, ran into it. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was a corner, wasn't it? Oh. We conceded so many crap goals. <laughs> <laughs> just like, they all just merge into one, don't they? They definitely scored against us. We've never really had a real problem with Bournemouth. No. Um, we've had like a last-minute loss. I reckon we could nick something. I- I'm thinking of the games like against West Ham uh, and a couple of seasons ago when we went down to Stoke and won away. We also got the 2-2 against them last year. Matt Ritchie with that rocket oh, and he, he nearly jumped into the crowd. That was my goal of the season last year. What a, it what a goal it was. It was amazing. And, and against his former team. Yeah, exactly. Them, yeah. Does not care. I've, I've said all three points because it's after the international break we've had a bit of a rest mm. you might get a few players coming back then because we, we saw against Burnley that a few of them were still struggling Shelby should be back to form by then you should have maybe even Carroll might be back I forgot about him yeah 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 Carroll still is <laughs> he's a still Newcastle player, player isn't he so is Jack Colback uh, <laughs> I don't think he'll be coming on but um, yeah I mean what, what did you think yeah I think I'd agree with you really yeah. obviously as we go further along the things might change Bournemouth might be on a great run by then they might have found the feet again but the way it's going at the minute I think you're sensible to tip us for a win there a one niller or a 2 niller. and then on to the next one which again I think we'll both be in agreement is a must win game we've got West Ham Good Friday night 8pm um, yeah. kickoff on the TV I don't know why Sky have picked that one. It's going to be awful, isn't well, it? Well, uh, <laughs> it could be awful or it will be high scoring because mm. obviously the reverse was 3-2, but what, what have you got on this one? They're another struggling. All the teams I've got really are all strugglers. Um, they're currently only up on goal difference, but again, could change. They're only five points behind us, so but again, could change. I think this will end up being a massive game for both sides. I think they're going to hang around a lot longer, unlike a Villa, because um, they haven't quite free-fallen. David Moyes is a manager who, one of the only managers I would put on the same bracket as Bruce, which is the decent bloke, but doesn't really know what they're doing a lot of the time. It's weird, isn't it, how Moyes has come back in? I mean, if, if West Ham well, were go down, it would be a disaster for them. Yeah. Given the money All that they the put into that and team, yeah. the stadium, I mean... 
at home on the TV, it's got all the makings of a nil-nil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you'll and you'll have um, you'll have Sooness and Neville all k- kicking off because nothing's happened in the game. You think, well, stop picking us for Sky games. Is we there are... anything in West Ham that we can exploit in this game? Like we've been talking about teams that let this pacing at the back, or are they quite well? They they can't really defend either. They've got Diop at centre back. They've got decent fullbacks. They've got that Ma- uh, Masuaku and Cresswell. You know they, they've always had re- they've always had decent players, and obviously losing Arnautovic was massive for them. It's hard to say a lot about West Ham because they're one of these teams who can beat anyone, but in general they just struggle. It's going to be a cagey affair again. I mentioned this with Villa about their run, but they've got Arsenal, Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea before us, provided that fixtures aren't postponed. So again, this could be a season clincher for them. This is the type of game that terrifies me because it's got all the makings. As we said, a nil-nil. It's it's a game that both teams need to get something from, mm-hmm. and it'll end up being like a. a really rubbish draw and and the fans will just end up being more frustrated you know if if we're coming away from Bournemouth like we say with a win then I mean they're literally six days apart those games I had 2-1 for that because again West Ham do score provided that we're still on the four, four at the back instead of the five at the back I see us getting a couple of goals as well just purely because Do you think uh, that this formation is going to stay now for, for the remainder? Well, it's hard to tell with Bruce because he already tried it once didn't he and then we got absolutely demolished by Leicester yep. so, But not Burnley <laughs> No <laughs> West, West Ham are a bit like Burnley I would say in, in that that's what they will come to play yeah, that that type of football. Well, I think under Moyes definitely. I think oh, under God, yeah. under previous managers. I mean, um, Pellegrini wasn't it? Um, who always just looked dejected on the sidelines. He looked like he didn't want to be. That was this season, right? There. Wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, he was there for actually quite a long time. You forget he was. You know, Manchester I'll get onto this really. later. But like in terms of what has happened this season, and you think about when it was happening, you just. You forget how much yeah. changes it's a great, in a short great space of time. Of the Premier League, years, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, we're up to um, a wonderful game that has been postponed because obviously we will be in the semi-final of the FA Cup that weekend. So Man City will have to make way for us. This game's postponed either way because, um, as as we mentioned, uh, Man City were meant to play us on this day but if they beat us in the FA Cup what are you talking about uh, sorry I said the swear words <laughs> yeah Man City or Newcastle will be in the semi-final now the, obviously the home game against Man City it was something else even though we only got a point from it the manner in which we composed ourselves in that game and the goals which were scored I think there was like four absolutely incredible goals this is the one I'm thinking about for Man City's first goal oh it was Sterling wasn't it yeah, yeah, and it just fell to his feet, and we'd been playing really well, sustained amount of pressure. We were and really it was one giving of those it to him. Where you just got not going to be our day. Exactly, yeah. it happened twice in that game because De Bruyne scored one of the Ridiculous goals of the season. Goal. That was one where I very nearly clapped. But you know, when you want to applaud another player for just well, how I, brilliant I, they I are, was in the, I very nearly did. But I was in the strawberry, <laughs> and I literally went, "You know what? Fair play, that's yeah. good." And I'm like, I'm beating myself up at the same time about this. We scored Shelby's absolute rocket, mm-hmm. and I think that for me was when we thought, you know what, we might be all right. Mm-hmm. I remember kicking off when Atsu laid it short. I was like, whip it in the box, man, what are oh, you doing? And then he just, obviously, Shelby does Shelby things. He can do that, <laughs> can he? Stick it in there. Yeah, um, Willem's goal was was the first equaliser. That was a great goal as well. I remember that, was it Almiron? Set him up really well and he just sort it of was. brought it inside and it, hit that, it in. Well, that was Almiron's first assist, wasn't it? Yes, his and first then, proper return as a Newcastle thought, player. Oh, there we go, people will get off his back yeah. and then everything else happened in December. But looking at this game, Man City, realistically, away in the league... Um, the way that they're playing at the minute, we're going to get thumped. We're going to get absolutely thumped. Similar to Arsenal 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to see us maybe give them a full 90 minutes rather than just a half, but Man City haven't lost in the last five. They're probably going to win again until they get to the FA Cup quarter-final. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mad, mad things happen. You know, you say Shelby does Shelby things, Newcastle do Newcastle things. Oh, we've beat them at the Etihad before in the League Cup. Yeah. It could be done. It depends how much we need from this game. Cause I know and I how much they it, need from it as well. I mentioned fairness, it before yeah. about Sunderland. They got wins when they needed to stay up against Chelsea. At Man City, they got that outrageous goal from G. And, you know, just, oh, it, you never know. But I'm looking at what Man City have... They'll have nothing to play for at that point. Um, yeah, in the, barring in the, in the, something in, incredible, yeah. In the, in the league, yeah, unless Liverpool really do throw this in the next step, but I don't think they can now. That can would they? be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Imagine the scenes. 22 <laughs> points to go, lads. Yeah, I think they'll be on form. I mean, we, we saw them in the FA Cup this week. It was a routine performance against Sheffield Wednesday, even when they're not at the best. They can sneak those 1-0 wins. And at home, I guess, you know, you've got the, the crowd of the Etihad behind them. Um, <laughs> the, blue, the blue wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this game, you've got the Champions League quarterfinals either side. It looks as though Man City are going to get through based on the Aguero goals against Madrid. Obviously, it's still going to be a, a hellish quarterfinal in the Champions League. So, who knows? We don't know when Man City are going to play, though, do we, yet, in the league? No, true, true. Because there'll be semi. The, the, the thing is, there's semi finals as well after that, which we know about. And well, potentially, when we play them in the cup and in the league, they're going to be focused on the Champions League if they get through. Champions League is going to be the one for them, isn't it? Now, it's going to be somewhere near Champions League football. Yeah. Well, it's either what... way, they're not going to be focused on this game, are they? <sighs> whether it's know. right at the end or whether it's in a couple. We're of catching them <laughs> at this <laughs> yeah. point. We have got six points here. Yeah. But the, the point to make with that is, even when it's their second team, I mean, their second team has David Silva and Phil Ford and John Stones. They've, they've got two strikers who they can just rotate at will. Some games they put Aguero in, some games they put Jesus in. They're just ridiculous. I have said this. I think it's going to be a loss. I think it'll be something like a two-nil loss. Yeah, two or three nil. Two or three nil. That's an easy um, one. I don't think it'll be a drubbing because I don't think City have got as many drubbins in them. Again, though, Newcastle come to town, we'll get a drubbing. Well, Aguero, <laughs> I think, has the record, doesn't he, for goals against one team? I think with Martin Dubravka in goal, you've always got a chance of keeping at least three or four out. Yeah. So four nil. <laughs> rather, <laughs> yeah, rather than I eight. think that's fair. Yeah, let's not focus on the doom and gloom of playing Man City. You've given me some lovely games to kind of be my focal points here, but <laughs> you've got 25th of April here away to Watford. Yeah, Watford. I, I really like Watford. Similar to when we were talking about um, Southampton, they looked like a team who were down and out. Everyone just had them tipped to go down. It was kind of a given, wasn't it? Until um, you know, well, what, how how quickly did they change manager at the start of the season as well? They had they went back to the manager they had a few seasons ago and. He only lasted about three games and then they put Pearson in. You think, God, what's going on with these guys? They're all over the place. They had all the hallmarks of a team going down. Mm-hmm. And now, we're not, as we're talking about this now, they've just come off the back of a 3-0 win at Liverpool. Well, again, again, well at home, but against Liverpool. So Watford kind of had a bit of a resurgence when Pearson took charge, didn't mm-hmm. they? And we thought, right, th- th- this will be them out of it. But then they got knocked again. Mm. Um, and you thought, oh, maybe, maybe all's not well. And then they put in the performance of their lives against Liverpool. There was a lot of confidence in that game, watching it, um, but also a fair bit of feeling lucky. Um, well, Liverpool definitely weren't at the best. They were awful. No, and, and you, sometimes you can take teams when they're not at their best. Liverpool had everything to lose in the same way because this this uh, that well that winning run was, was so precious to them. So 
you know, may, maybe if we are going there with with more of a game plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this this was another game at home, wasn't it? It was the one one early on in the season um, where we thought, oh, you know, we're going to beat Watford, and then we we didn't, which was which was highly frustrating. They scored early on in this one. Mm-hmm. And and that that was another one. That was another lucky goal. Will Hughes it kind of deflected off sixteen players. I think that I think that was a lucky goal. But I, from my memory, I think they probably deserved to score anyway in that well, game. <laughs> ev- everyone said Watford were playing the best they'd played yeah. up until that point. I think hadn't they for, they'd, they'd failed to get a point at that point we were the first point oh, it might have been actually yeah they um, went they were on zero for ages I forgot about that actually yeah, yeah. and 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 Cher went and got a, a goal at the other end for his um, what a man oh just thinking about in there look at this we just <laughs> lost all train of thought there yeah I mean have you got any more on Watford for, for us uh, well despite the resurgence they're still at this point only staying up on goal difference and only us Norwich and Palace have scored less than them um, but when you look at the, the goals at the start of the season compared to the turn of the new year since the turn of the new year they have been firing despite the fact they've lost Delafeo for the season now they've got Saar who seems to have just come out of absolutely nowhere um, <laughs> where, do, where does Saar play because he kind of like ran the game the other day yeah well I don't know if he's a striker by trade but that's where they've been putting him they've basically had him and Dini up there um, with and they've put Dekure further up as a centre attacking mid which which didn't make didn't make a lot of sense at the time, but they look really good. They look like they're all gelling really well. They're actually defending well. That's the annoying thing. Again, I think this is another one where, how I said before about the league being so bad this year, Watford have got the team that should be up there with the likes of Sheffield United, if not higher. Yeah, but I think Watford are as good as Wolves on the day. I put them in that bracket with Norwich, where you watch them play and you think there's no way these people should go down because they're actually entertaining to watch and they actually look like they've got a good team. Yeah, but they find themselves there for a reason. They're obviously there's probably still problems in the dressing room, although Nigel Pearson's probably given them a right kick. <laughs> I, th- I think that's I been do... the main thing he did. Pearson was on TV. Um... <laughs> For the for the FA Cup game for City, and you could tell that Lineker and Shearer they were they were scared to make jokes around him. Mm-hmm. He had his glasses on. He's a very stern man, and and I've heard a few other podcasts call him like a, he's like a schoolmaster, yeah. where he'll he'll cane them afterwards if they're like Troy Deeney, get down and give me thirty or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> and that seems to be the the thing that they're a bit more regimented now. I think's the the, the thing there. But twenty yeah. fifth of April, that's over a month away. Hard to say at this point, but um, again, we can only really judge this on how they're playing at the minute. We're away from home. I think we'll lose that two nil. I think. Watford are a good side and we can't beat everyone so yeah, I know. I give think us a gonna, defeat at some point we've got to be realistic and I think uh, we're talking about bubbles bursting yeah I, I would say maybe 2-1 yeah. I would like to see us get a goal down there but when we don't, when we do score and we still lose those are the hardest defeats to take for me because mm-hmm. it means that we tried and <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, um, a, they're a possession team and I think it'll be one of those where the away fans will wish they didn't go I know that sounds awful but I think it's it's just got that written all over it for me with they, Watford. what, Watford's a good away day isn't it I think I've, had I've a not few. done Watford actually no 2-0 Watford there we go right then on to 2nd of May into the, the final three games now we've got Tottenham at home can you remember? It was a wonderful, hot bank holiday weekend in August on a Sunday afternoon. And a man called Joe Linton scored for Newcastle. Man, this Honestly, Brazilian, played for Newcastle and scored 
And we won 1-0 at the Tottenham Hotspur New Stadium. This was the day that Ben Stokes did his ridiculous thing for it England was. in the Ashes as well. And it that was. still wasn't as ridiculous as Joe Linton scoring <laughs> an actual goal for Newcastle United. Well, it, it, it was, was a great goal. It was one of those incredible games. And Anatsu assist, which is equally unbelievable. Well, I was, I was just about to mention, Christian <laughs> Atsu came on for Sam Maximum when he got his first injury. Atsu came on uh, and had the, the game of his life. We obviously didn't see San Maximan for a, for a number of weeks. But could, what, what, what did what did he do again? Was it hamstring? Well, I seem to remember that he he played for about fifteen minutes, and I think we tried to play a short free kick down down the side, and he ran onto it, did a nice little dribble, and then pulled up. Yeah. And then I think he missed two games, and then he came back against. Well, Brighton was the game where it was nil nil, yeah. awful game. But then Andy Carroll's first appearance. And Sam Maximan came on and we started seeing a bit of a... I think that's when him and Willems had that little like um, showboat compilation on the side, wasn't it, against Brighton at home? Was it? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. That and game they, was so And dull. we suddenly thought we were unreal. But um, looking, <laughs> looking at it here, um, Man United at home was the first game that he actually played more than more than 23 minutes. Yeah, anyway, looking at Tottenham, that, that was kind of the start of Tottenham's weird season when mm. we beat them. Um, Steve Bruce's Newcastle's first win... Um, and Steve Bruce's after the game that famous picture that kind of said what every single fan was thinking saying what just happened <laughs> um, everyone was just in a really Michael J for hope for the Warriors started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones now almost 20 years later they've aided over 53,000 service members veterans and families with confidential high quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post 9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org. Weird haze of summer, um, hammered over the bank holiday weekend and not really sure what was going to happen next. And Tottenham have since sacked Pochettino. They've got Mourinho. They've had a few bursts where they've beaten Man City. But then they've had some absolutely terrible games and people still think it's a club in crisis that Mourinho hasn't got control of, of what he wants yet. And, and to, a, to a certain extent, I think I agree with that because... But that problem seems to follow Mourinho everywhere. It does, I don't think it's, it can't be a coincidence I that think, everywhere he goes... I think he needs a summer to get his mark. But um, <laughs> it's one of them in it where Mourinho's coming to Newcastle. His track record at Newcastle is... Awful to say the least. Yeah, he the, can't beat us, can he? The ghost Has of he Bobby ever won Robson. at St James's? It's like it's I don't think he's ever won. I think he's he's come close, but we've always mm. pipped them because I think it was Chelsea, the three-two when Sissoko scored, um, the Matt Ritchie had, Matt Ritchie goal, Man United Matt Ritchie goal, and there's been a few others, hasn't there? Uh, anyway, to, to be honest, Mourinho at Newcastle, we know fine well that it's not the best track record in the world. Um, at home. We could be up to speed by them. You'd like to think we're up to speed by them, barring any major injuries. At St James's Park, 2nd of May, towards the end of the season, by then, we should have done enough. I hope so. <laughs> Judging by what we've said, we should have done enough. Yeah, I, I think so. Going by what friend of Gallagher Shots, Neil JR, said, we need f- nine points from the first five, otherwise we'll struggle to pick up any in these. Well, I, don't I know take what- his point because, obviously, if we have got terrible results against just bear in mind that nine, nine points that's by West Ham which 
um, is the 10th of April and two, yeah. two, one, one game has been postponed by then. Well, yeah, it's one of those where obviously if you don't get those points then all of a sudden all of the the games that look like nice games look like awful games and vice versa. So I don't think we have to get that many points in those games. I think we just have to keep accumulating points because obviously we raced to whatever it was, 30-odd points and then we're just kind of crawling to the finish line, aren't we? I just think we need a couple of good results and I think we'll be there personally. They're, they're a funny team, Spurs. Stranger things have happened. Well, another guy who messaged in, John Ruddy, said... Um, John he, Ruddy? Yeah, yeah, not the John Ruddy. Because that a keeper, wasn't it? That's a blast from the past, <laughs> isn't it? Um, he says, judging by our results this season, I wouldn't be surprised if we beat Spurs and City, but lost against the others, which, which again, is a very fair point with <laughs> yeah, Newcastle. The most sensible thing that's been said on well, this Well, looking, so at, looking at the reverse fixtures... We beat Tottenham. We've got a draw against Man City, but I still think that a win is too much. Yeah, um, so. Tottenham are likely to be out of the Champions League at that point. The semi-finals, if Tottenham are still there, the first leg would be just before that game. The away leg would be, or the second leg would be just after that. So I'm going to say a draw against Tottenham. I think that there's a potential nil-nil in it. because I think Yeah, just a bit of a dead rubber game. Well, yeah, because where are their goals coming from? Kane's not going to be back by that point, is he? Well, they're playing that Beju. I don't know, I'm butchering his name here, but Bejwin, that new guy. I think they're putting him up front, aren't they? And he's not a striker. Yeah. Son might be back by then, probably. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, that does sound <laughs> awfully familiar, doesn't it? Um, I'm, I'm going to say draw. I, w- I would like to think we can get a draw against Tottenham, because that may well be our last point. I don't think we will draw, but <laughs> maybe I'm being too sensible. Yeah, we'll go for a draw, we'll be optimistic. Well, I, I don't nice. know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to debate on this one. I mean, do you, do you think Tottenham will really come at us? They don't frighten me. No, I take your but, point. Actually, but then is, is Son going to be? I would have thought he's back. I think he's back by then. Is he, is he injured as well at the minute? I think so. Son and Kane. He's been out quite a lot because he got a red card as well. But I think I think it's going to be close. It'll be one one or two one. We won't have rules for that game either, will we? Because he's only on loan, isn't he? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, who's going to play left back in that game? Paul Dummett might be back by then. Who knows? Dummett back in. Mankio can play that side if yeah, he needs. I think to. that's a hard one to call, isn't it? Because it's like it's like you've said. Spurs don't scare you, but they are still Spurs. They are still doing that. They, you it's, know, I think still seventh in the league. They're not that bad. Too far away, but I'm I'm going to go for a draw. Um, I'll concede on that one. We can, you can have a draw. <laughs> well, it's going to be a really difficult one. The next one we've got Brighton next. Yeah, I was struggling so much to find anything on Brighton. Has anyone watched Brighton this year? I've got no idea what they're like at all. They've they've had a they had a good start. They're just below they us playing, in the league. They're playing really well, and they've had that more pay scoring. Yeah, I freely. like I like him. He but, made it into my fantasy team. He's still yeah, there. Well, that's the only reason I was watching them for, for that yeah. reason. But I know, I know from speaking to Brighton fans that the the main concern they had and the main thing they were looking forward to when they brought in the new manager was that they were just so dull under Hewton. Um, they were just so defensive, didn't try and win any game, just set up to draw every game. And I think the plan was to bring in Potter to be a bit more free scoring, a bit more exciting. But I mean, they just seem as dull as they were. And the reverse fixture was nil nil. I think that probably says a lot about how I feel about this particular game. I think similar to what we were half saying about Spurs there, this could be a dead fixture as well. They're, right, they're just beneath us in the league. I don't think they'll get dragged into it because I think they are all right. Um, and I think at home they tend to be really good, don't they? Um, they've got a few good players. They've got that Moy, Trossard, Gross. I think they've got an all right squad. They won't go down. Um, I just think that's going to be one of those games where it's last on match of the day. It's a rubbish 1-0 defeat. Glenn Murray will get his customary penalty. Oh, dear. And, right, okay. uh, and Anthony Knockout will come back from Fulham just to. Is he, ba- is he back at that again. point? Is he, is he no, he's, he's not. <laughs> he's not. All right, okay. I think he signed permanently. I just, just that's just how much I dislike the block. But I'll say it's, <laughs> it's 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 Knockout, isn't it? Yeah. Well, for me, uh, the thing is, again, I, I'm willing to challenge on that one with Brighton being the way they are. But I see what I see what you mean. 
that's the type of game that I just don't will, think we'll be up for it. No. Yeah. Yeah, and but, and that that'll save Brighton. Do you think? Potentially, I, I don't think they'll be in the relegation fight at that point. I th- I think it's going to be um, Norwich, Villa, Bournemouth, West Ham fighting for it at that point. Personally, they're all right, Brighton. I just don't get excited by Brighton at all. So it's hard to talk about them. Really, I'm probably coming across as really again, dull, again as well. Like Brighton, we're to- we're talking about these teams from a March perspective, and and May. That's true. A lot has changed in nine games at that point. So yeah, I, I kind of see what you mean. Would you to do pretty badly against a team that we should do better against? I'll I'll, I'll take you on that one. If you you taking my Tottenham, I'll I'll take you on yeah. that one. <laughs> I, I know that sounds really bad, but I just so, think we're going to lose that one nil. Uh, well, you'll be, you'll be amazed to think I think we're going to win the next one. I'm joking. Seventeenth <laughs> um, of May, last game of the season at home, and it's against Liverpool, who yeah. will have won the league by then. Uh, let's be honest. Unless, but, unless but again, they, imagine if they hadn't. imagine if they <laughs> imagine. Hadn't, yes, uh, imagine if it came down to Newcastle United having to be the game that they I needed would love to it win. If they bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think our only focus here, or our only hope here, is that Liverpool's focus is on Champions League. Let's say they do get the final; that would be two weeks away. But again, it's miles away from the semi-finals. They have to get through to the semi-final and yeah. get through to the final. It's going to be interesting with the league being won. And well, I think we're going to have to give Jordan Henderson a, a guard of honour, aren't we? No, I don't think we do. Oh, OK. Or it's the day in which they do win it and then the team after that goes, well done. Oh, wow. That makes me and feel there's, Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of talk of it being that City game. So I think if City, I, I don't know, I mean, Liverpool have lost one now, so all of the maths are up in the air. Um, and I don't really care. I don't really <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're they're well, happy, we're well, not. My girlfriend and all of her family are all Liverpool fans, and it says a lot about them that they lost one game in the champ- the first game they lost in the Champions League. They were all absolutely raging. I just thought, your, your expectations are just next level compared to anyone else in mm. the league. It's ridiculous. The. I know they've obviously lost the Invincibles record now and a lot's going to be Arsenal fans will be buzzing about that but they are for me one of the most ridiculously good teams I've ever seen yeah, they're just so good aren't they that, that is the thing um, that I was going to say Liverpool no matter where you you know what, what you like to think about Liverpool I know that Newcastle fans this year kind of think some will be of the opinion think it's nice to see someone different winning it some will be like they've been jammy with the, the decisions that have gone their way because let's be honest a lot of stuff has gone their way in, a, in a bit of a Man United kind of uh, Ferguson years but at the same time, there has been some extraordinary football yeah, where I, you just think they're going to score, they're going to score. Like the West Ham game the other week, for example, yeah. they're kicking, they're kicking, oh, it's gone in, they're doing it again, oh, they've scored again, oh, it's VAR, but never mm-hmm. mind. It's like, it's it's just, it's enviable mm-hmm. how they play. I mean, even even 89 minutes in at Watford when they're 3-0 down, you think they might still do it here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's, well, how, that's how good they are. And, exactly. But I think you talk about luck, I agree they've been lucky, but over a 38-game season, mm. the best team wins the league. It's like they? watching... That's why the league's the most important competition for a lot like of people. It's like watching... Spain during that that golden period in the Mm. international competitions you're like they're going to win this Mm -hmm. how how can they lose you've got to applaud what they've done this year playing us in the last game of the season it is the same time of year in which we played them last season we gave them a good go Mm. Uh, there was a lot riding on that one though wasn't there I think well well, that was the 3-2 wasn't it and then there was the questionable free kick on Fabinho I'm still upset about that yeah saw the the red mist come over your eyes there (laughs) (laughs) certainly not the lighting here but um 
I, you know, I'd like to see us. We we have a good track record of giving the last game of the season, certainly in recent years. I know that it was mm. all to do with a lot to do with Benitez and everything. And, you know, there was the Tottenham 5-1 where we thought we're going to show him that we want him. Um, the the season after that, I can't remember who it was. it oh, Chelsea? Chelsea 3-0, wasn't it? And then the last one for Rafa's last game was the Fulham away game. So home games, we beat Tottenham 5-1 in the Premier League. We beat Barnsley in the Championship um, and won the, won the Championship. We, we beat... Uh, Chelsea 3-0 Perez played like his life depended on it that game and Chelsea weren't great in short at the end of the season we've been alright and players like to go out with a bang the fans certainly do as well 3 o'clock kickoff on the Sunday every, everyone's going to be a little bit merry mm-hmm. um, for right. that one just the before sun, my birthday that as well so. exactly it's just mm-hmm. before the summer really kicks in after that doesn't it and the Euros <laughs> yeah we've got form for it then I guess haven't we last game of the season I still think we're going to lose yeah I don't think it's. I don't think we're going to get rolled over but like 2-0 to face 1-0 like that. to Liverpool and then the, 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 luckily they hopefully won't get presented with the, the trophy at our place well I won't be Which, there to see it I'll what, be leaving <laughs> I mean, yeah exactly but I mean you, you don't want your trophy presentation at St James's Park when it's taken this long to do it so everyone who was being like oh you know Liverpool are going to get a guard of honour Liverpool are going to get presented with a trophy Jordan Henderson it's not going to happen it's not going to happen so just calm yourselves right um, so yeah we've got Liverpool loss and um an FA Cup final after that, <laughs> of course. But um, just to summarise kind of what we've got here, our 10 games that we have ahead of us for Newcastle United, we've got... Southampton, which is away, 1-1. That's one point. Then we've got Sheffield United, which we say again is going to be a draw. Did we say how many that's going to be? 2-2 two, two maybe? I think you said high-scoring draw. High-scoring draw of 2-2. Two, two. doesn't really matter at this nah. point because the goal difference doesn't get affected two by a draw. Uh, that's two points. And then... Villa which I've got us winning so that's another three another three points on there so that's five points so far Uh, Bournemouth I said a win and that 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 takes us to eight eight points then we've got West Ham 2-1 win 2-1 win so that's over nine points that's uh, into double figures so we're on to 11 there Man City lose Watford lose for me and Um, Tottenham we're going to get a draw we'll get another point there and according to us, our last point of the season, because Brighton... Yeah, Brighton, I just see us losing that, the defeat. And, and then, then Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, I lost um, count. Well, no, what, what, I think we got 11 there. No, 12 points. 12. 12 points from our last 10. Yeah, solid. We'll be fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> all subjective at the end of the day. Of course, this is, this is down to us, and, and we don't control what goes on the pitch, so you might have a different opinion. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much for listening to this there's all sorts coming from the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel in the coming weeks days however you're listening to this it might be on podcasts or just on the videos Uh, but thank you very much and uh, good luck Newcastle Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.